53. I'd like a marble rye, uh, no plastic, in a bag. Ah, you're lucky it's our last one. <laughs> Wait a second, that's your last marble rye? That's right. There's none left? That's what I said. <laughs> Number 54. Uh, excuse me. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I, I have to have that ride. So it's, it's a long story, but a person's whole future may depend on it. Well, I'm sorry, but you should have got here earlier. Yes, well, be that as it may. If you could just find it within yourself to give it up. I would... You're not getting this ride. All right. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I will give you double what you paid for it. You're in my way. All right, look, I'll tell you what. I'll give you $50. Now, be reasonable. You cannot turn down $50 for a $6 rye. No. Watch me. Stop it. I want that rye, lady. Oh, someone help. Shut up, you old pig. The Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. Hey guys. Is this episode 90? Oh. I think it's episode 90, Ben. Okay. We gonna do something special for 100? Uh, that's a great question. What could we do special for 100? Gabe, I don't know. I'm you... Trying to th- trying to think of when that's gonna be. It's gonna be in 10 weeks. 10 weeks from today is middle of January. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it... is it? <laughs> that sounds right. So you'll be done with your tour by then. Yes, we will be done with the tour. We've only got, what, two more shows for leg two, and then we're down to leg three, and then it's over, man. How do you feel about that? The better question is, how do you feel about it? I feel... uh, Here's the one thing that I will miss playing the record. Like, I really enjoy playing the record, and I enjoy... The, the setup of the show itself. I like the half acoustic set and I like, and I, I really dig playing the record and I, I am getting better at it. And it's kind of a bummer cause it's like, Oh, I'm almost done. Finally, I'm actually pretty good at it and it's almost done. It's not almost done. They're only two thirds. That's 66%. You got a long way to go. The people on the East that coast is almost done. No. And this, look, dude, the way don't, you do stuff. Don't look over the East Coast people. They, they got, they're anxiously waiting. Are they anxiously waiting? I've seen the ticket sales. They're, they're <laughs> anxiously waiting. The people who have tickets are anxiously waiting. The other ones are waiting to see if it's going to get 
they're for real. Well, this this leg is the most Midwestern thing I've ever fucking done. This is a Midwest tour. It's about as Midwest as it gets. We played like what five thousand shows in Ohio last week. I mean, it, this is crazy, and it works out. It do, does it. Yes, the Midwest is the best, right? Wow, you're like a corn-fed Jim Morrison. <laughs> East is the least. How's it go? I don't know. I don't know. This is. Are you riffing? Is yes. This, is this something that I is that I don't know, or is this? Are you doing a bit? I don't do bits. This is just it. This is me doing Gabe. Chicago is hard to top. It's hard to be better than the Midwest, even you know though I'm in Florida. But you still. know what? Uh, Des Moines. We played Woolies. Might have been my favorite show of the tour. I'm not saying it top Chicago, but I had more fun. There's a lot of pressure in Chicago. And, you know, a lot of people hanging around. Hangers on. Hangers yeah. on. How you doing, Ben? I'm all right. <laughs> you got guys with microphones in your face. Yeah. and uh, Hey, great, great job on last week's show, by the way, Ben. It was definitely the best... Uh, Road report, and the road report was something I was like, "This sucks. Let's stop doing this." <laughs> yeah, and then that was a good one. I mean, we were still drunk, but it was pretty good. It was just the right amount of drunk, I think. It was. It's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah. Between drunk and stupid, pleasure and pain. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do for New Year's Eve. Uh, what, what should the theme be for New Year's Eve this year, guys? Are you announcing? Are you making news in front of us here? Before Maybe. our eyes? Maybe. Well, we're, we're doing a New Year's show. I'm not going to say where it is or who it's with. But Ooh. it is at Rosemont with Smashing Pumpkins. And we're trying to figure out what the uh, theme is going to be. Have you ever taken anybody's suggestions before, or have they always been your own, and you just let everybody else? Come on, buddy. You know. You know, you know. <laughs> I know. I mean, we can't figure out. Is Ben? Is there a movie that was set in twenty twenty three that's not The Purge? Uh, Although every movie next year is about to be set in twenty twenty three, so so I mean, should we do a a current movie? Should we do um, Top Gun? No, you uh, should do it. Is that a, the biggest movie of the year? Gabe, you ready to be Jennifer Connelly? I didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> unless you've already done this, you should do um, like a, a movie that's set on New Year's Eve. And the first one that comes to my mind is The Poseidon Adventure. Can't you do a whole okay. great Poseidon Adventure? Poseidon okay. Adventure, all right. What about New Year's Evil? Okay. <laughs> but Poseidon Adventure, everything could be upside down. Your whole stage set could be upside down. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds doable. Hey, if you sure. just hang the dummies upside down. Yeah. Yeah, Ben. Great idea. Hey, you're like well, a regular uh, Boris you, Levin over there. I know, thank you. <laughs> Did you uh last night was your Halloween show, but I don't I didn't hear anything about any special Halloween action going on at your Halloween Well, show. we we uh we 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 did some Halloween stuff. It was very disturbing. But Nothing that we did was more disturbing than our buddy Jeff, 
Jeff Grote. Jeff Grotty? Is it Jeff Grotty or Jeff Grote? Uh, I call him Grotty. You call him Grote. I, uh, potato, potato. Ryan says Grotty. I say Grotty. Now, it's, it should be Grotty because there's two T's, right? Hugh Hefner called it. Hugh Hefner calls Jeff Grote, Jeff Grotty. Hugh Hefner doesn't. We should do Star 80. That should be the... That should be the, the theme. Um, what did Jeff Grotty Yeah, he was, he was terrifying last night. He was in the front row, dressed as Satan. And uh, it's a good thing I didn't take that acid before the show because it really would have messed things up. Well, you could do like a whole, everyone who's famous for wearing either like a smoking jacket or a bathrobe. And you could, well, Ryan could be Hugh Hefner's <coughs> smoking jacket. And Scott, for you, I picture you doing Oliver Reed in The Brood in that fantastic maroon wow. terry cloth bathrobe that he comes out in. Paint me with the Oliver Reed brush. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll it's just whisper it. all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go all yes. the way. Take, don't take it all the way. Go all, all the way, way in. Well, he played what, what in Oliver. Did he play? He wasn't Fagan. He was Bill Sykes. Mm. And I played Bill Sykes once, so there you go. So yeah, yeah, I've got an Oliver Reed thing going. Gabe, you a big Oliver Reed fan? Big Curse of the Werewolf fan? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Can't follow this. The only werewolf I know is Wolfman Jack. He's Wolfman he Jack. Is he a werewolf? What? No, he's not a werewolf. No, he's a wolfman. <laughs> What's the difference between a wolfman and a werewolf? No idea. Is there is there such a thing? I'm just asking you. It's not a bit. See, I'm not doing a bit. I don't know, but uh, Wolfman Jack is the best radio name, radio DJ name of all time. Let's hear your Wolfman Jack impersonation. I don't think I have one. Come on, Gabe. Do it. Just give it to me. I ask you for stuff like this all the time, and you never give it to me. Please do a Wolfman Jack. I only know the howl that was in the background when he came on the air. The then give me the fucking howl. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. You can't. <coughs> I can't Ooh, do it. Ouch, that was painful. <laughs> what what right, happened? Really. <laughs> Come on, baby. Give me that Wolfman Jack. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. Speaking of uh, people dead from the 50s, uh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Not Jerry Lewis, because where's Jerry Lewis when you need the man? Here's a fiver for your son. Where's Jerry Lewis, who's on the stage soon? Who's coming up? Capping a field. I'll give my money to. Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer, is dead. I remember seeing the killer at Congress Theater in Chicago. And he was super late. Because, you know, along with Chuck Berry, he's one of those guys that will not play until he gets paid. And in cash. Because uh, they've been screwed over so many times and ripped off. They're not fucking around anymore. So he's like, I'm not going on stage until I get my money in cash. And the promoter was like, I had to go to all the bars and grab all the cash in the Congress and count it up, put it together. And he wouldn't, they had to count it all out. So he's grabbing all the cash from all the different bars. So it's a bunch of singles and, and you know, and Jerry's just like, nope, ain't going on until I see it all. And so 
once they saw it all he goes all right let's start the show comes out he's already in a mood of course which i think is great what what, what do i want to see a tame jerry lee lewis lewis show i don't i don't at all comes out and he plays a few songs and then he stops and he's like hey the the man with the monitor set the levels and don't fucking touch it god damn it do it what i say and leave it alone all right and then he went into like you know a whole lot of shaking going on or something like that it was great it was great i'm glad i saw it yeah but see you don't want to get into fights with the sound guy on stage you told us last week no i don't but i'm not jerry lee lewis where's jerry lee lewis when you you need need the man man. i gotta ask though it is his legacy now clean because he's dead or is he still the dude who married his 14 year old cousin listen he's always going to be the dude who married his 13 year old cousin 13 i just get get it right motherfucker (laughs) uh but i mean we all knew that and you know i saw somebody the other day was like how come he hasn't paid for that i'm like i think he paid for it i think uh (laughs) his career went down the shitter and I, i think he paid for it and was it his first cousin no, it wasn't his first cousin. His first cousin was Jimmy Swaggart. Did he fuck Jimmy Swaggart? <laughs> ben, can you look that up? Uh, no. But is... Uh, Where's is Jimmy he, Swaggart when you need the man? Is he like the all-time great rock and roll penist? Penist? <laughs> penist? No, you gotta go with little Richard. Have you ever heard that little Richard record, uh, The King of Rock and Roll? Mm-hmm. And he does, it, dude, wow. His cover of Brown Sugar, holy shit. He starts singing, and it starts, and he goes, woo, and it distorts. It goes right into the red. of little richard and it's just like fuck you rolling stones yeah i mean you can't match that but gabe likes jerry lee lewis's country stuff i don't like any of his stuff i'm I'm looking up little richard is little richard i think he's dead right yes he's dead all right here's what's interesting somebody was talking the other day about working they actually recorded some stuff with uh jerry lee and he figured out the secret to what he was doing like one hand on the piano would do the da 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 and the other hand on the piano would go straight ahead. So the two things together is what would make the rock and roll sound. So like, and you know, the Beatles would do this too with the two different guitars. Like, you know, John would play a certain rhythm, like I think more of a straight ahead type of thing and George would play more of a syncopated type of thing. When you put them together, that's what makes it. And so Jerry would do both of those things on the piano, different hands, and then sing on top of that. You know, we, we, can, we, we can just sit here and, and talk about marrying your 13-year-old cousin all you want, but the people who d- do that have never done anything nearly as cool as that guy has done. So fuck off. D- 
Gabe, your thoughts. I, I hear what you're saying because an analogy would be Pete Rose being shunned from the Hall of Fame of baseball mm-hmm. because of his gambling. And right. I think he, I should I think he should be in. Yes. But on the other hand, I do too. I still can't get over Jerry Lee Lewis. I also think gambling is not as bad as, you know, yeah, fucking your 13-year-old cousin. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you watch the movie Great Balls of Fire and uh, it's, it's Dennis Quaid fucking his 13-year-old cousin played by Winona Ryder, it seems charming. <laughs> I don't ben, remember your that. thoughts. I got to see that now. So somebody, everybody liked last week's episode. And one of the things they like is the return of Gabe, your thoughts. So, yes. uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it going. Gabe, your I'm thoughts gonna, on that. I, I need to see this movie. Great balls well, of fire. Well, you've never seen great balls of fire. No. Oh, it's a delight. It's directed by Taylor Hackford. Okay. Then that makes it even more special. Yeah. yeah he directed the, uh, the Chuck Berry documentary. My Dingaling. Yes, my Dingaling. And he also directed Against All Odds, which is a good movie. Ben, mm, can you back I, me up on? I haven't that? seen it since high school. Uh, but uh, All right, first of all, Prime, Jeff Bridges. Like, just cut. Awesome, sexy Jeff Bridges. Two, Rachel Ward. Possibly the finest thing that Australia has ever produced outside of Babe the Pig. Three, great James Woods. Amazing James Woods. Four, the worst, shittiest Phil Collins song of all time. Take a look at me now. Gabe, take a look at me now. Because there's nothing left of me. Ryan had never heard Babe by Styx, so I played it for him today. He, how? It, how had he never heard it? How's that possible? I don't know. He's not 50. Good point. He's not that much younger than us. Apparently he is. What did you think of it? Well, I don't think they were able to listen to it, him and Dave, were able to listen to it without thinking of the lyrics as Gabe, which... Um, Makes it far more enjoyable. Had Dave never heard it either? No, Dave had heard it, but I don't think Dave had ever considered it through the lens of Gabe. Gabe, I'm leaving. My heart is in your hands. I'd be, I'd be curious if anybody else named Gabe who's around 45 to 55 years old is traumatized by that song as much as I am. Well, I don't think they had as many brothers as he had. <laughs> you were getting it on all sides. We also listened to a lot of Billy Squire today for you, Ben. Thank you. Uh, and, you know, it went like gangbusters. Like the mood in the van was like, Billy Squire fucking brought it. Now, what do you think? You think like Billy Squire had this sort of hybrid Led Zeppelin cars thing? Have you ever thought about that? Definitely the Led Zeppelin. When I first heard Billy Squire back in the day, I was like, was that Robert Plant? Right. But those keyboards and that background yeah. vocals, it's, it's like a Cars thing. And he's from Boston. So it's kind of a brilliant peanut butter chocolate type of thing. 
pickle. Peanut butter pickle and chocolate. No. 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 So we're not too far away from you right now, Ben. We're in Wausau. Have you ever been to Wausau before? Sure. I, I, oh, I yeah? Wish you I have? I wish, yes, because my wife's from Stevens Point, which is a mere stone's throw from Wausau. It is a stone's throw. We were going to stop in Stevens Point. And then uh, I, I wish you had told me, I would have told you where to go for these amazing things. They only make in that part of Wisconsin called Italian cheese fries. I've had those before. They, they have those in Kenosha at Mm. Ron's. Oh shit. And they're very great. Yeah. Yeah. There's a place in Wausau that does it. And there's a couple places in Stevens point that do them. Well, there's a really good, um, brew, pub restaurant here in Wausau. What was the name of that place we went to? Wausau. Yeah, anyway. Today? The, yeah, the, today. Uh, the Red Eye. The Red Eye. The Red Eye. Oh, I don't know. It was a great place. Great drinks. Great staff. Great food. Great beer cheese. Great all of it. Gabe, what do you got? Come on. I feel like, guys, come on. I feel like I'm doing all the talking. You are. We I can't feel like even a get guest. a word in edgewise. I feel like a guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, you were talking about Wolfman Jack. And yes. have you seen American Graffiti? What? What are you doing? I don't know. Of course he hasn't seen it. <laughs> well, that's Wolfman Jack's seen... big screen appearance. He's got a is real it? part in that movie. He plays himself. But he's, is he in the movie or is Listen. his voice in the movie? Is he Stephen Wright of... Uh, no, he's in the movie. The climax of the movie is Richard Dreyfus going to the radio station and, and talking to Wolfman Wolf Jack. And talking to Wolfman Jack without realizing it's Wolfman Jack until he leaves because he's there to see Wolfman Jack. He wants to give Wolfman Jack a request. So is Wolfman uh, just talking in a different voice? No, that's Wolfman. That he wouldn't rec- How could you not recognize Wolfman Jack's voice? Well, it defies belief, that scene. You're right. Hey, dig it, baby. But he, he keeps offering Richard Dreyfus popsicles. Have you not seen American Graffiti a million times, Scott Lucas? I've seen it. I prefer movies that have ripped it off. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, and anyway, I'm not, I... and I've seen American Graffiti too. More American Graffiti. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that either. Wow, okay. Shocking what I'm hearing. I mean, I would put American Graffiti... Underneath Attack of the Clones in George Lucas filmography. I'm kidding, Ben. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. I mean, it is my favorite black and white George Lucas movie. (laughs) That was a good one. I did get one complaint from somebody whose name I won't mention about the podcast. They thought you were... They thought you were harsh when you were answering the question about a new album. Who? Who? Who, Ben? Who was it? Tell me who it was, Ben. Uh, the, uh, this guy, uh, I don't even know if you know him. I, don't, I, I barely know him. Who was it? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> man, when we I know, see that guy. We know. Oh, he's got the nerve to come at me. All right, here's. <laughs> I do want to apologize because uh, we were a bit. I to, thought you were going to cut the whole fucking episode. So yeah, yeah, I, I, we still can. Uh, Dewey is not fired. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dewey, you're not fired. Uh, he might not be the go-to guy for the references anymore. That's that's the yeah. truth. No, no, he, I mean, he he definitely dropped the ball on it. 
because I had the right date. And then he came in and said this other date. I go, well, it's Dewey. He must know. <laughs> uh, Have you heard so from not... Dewey? Have you heard from Dewey since the episode? No, I haven't. <laughs> he came I don't think anybody has. Shows. No, no. Uh, and um, yeah, I didn't mean to make fun of Sarah about black and white movies. I'm sorry about that. Oh, no, I wanted that. That was and you, you were nice to Sarah. No, I wasn't. Uh, and, and, and Jay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I'm sure you had a great bachelor party. <laughs> Dave, uh, but yeah, Dave I mean, remember the episode. He, he's no. like staring at us like, what are you talking about? It's a good episode, Gabe. And one of the things on it was, uh, let's get to know Dave Lugo. Or wait, let's get to know Dave, right? So uh, let's go to another episode. Not episode. Let's go to another segment of Let's Get to Know Dave. Dave, can you please come over here? These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. Dave, you're Hello. awake this week. I'm, I'm, I'm awake. All right, so here, here's a great question. Uh, what did you do to get so fucked up last week? Oh, was it the uh, the Dracula juice? It was. Wait, what? Dracula juice? Is that oh, what Dracula called? juice. Okay. Uh, yes. What do you I say about the juice? Yes, it was the Dracula juice. So, uh, Ryan loves. Um, is it? Your neighborhood bar and grill. Applebee's. Applebee's. He loves Applebee's. <laughs> he walks in there like he owns the joint, and he goes. Excuse me, Flo, uh, can I get the ice cream float sundae uh, banana patch? And, uh, and for Halloween, they were serving something called Dracula juice. Juice. Yes. And what, juice. What, was, what was that? I have no idea. It was their, uh, their cocktail. Their... It was like a fruity mixture, like not grenadine. Yeah, a fruity mixture. A little bit of the frothy white, uh, chuffy stuff that you normally get in a blended drink. Your frothy white day. chuffy stuff. Bar and grill, and it also had tequila in it. But Wait, that had tequila? Was it tequila? Yeah, it was tequila with like the dark horse. That's why I got you it. Sure about that? Yeah, and then in the parentheses under the drink, it was called Dracula's Juice. These are the Daves I know. <laughs> Why would All they right, call so that, something like that Dracula juice? Dracula juice would be like something that looks like blood, right? Like, it, did it did look like blood, yeah. Oh, it did? Okay. So that was kind of the point. But uh, we've had it a few times, and Dave, are, is that what took you out? Uh, or was it the three quarts of sake that we ate? It, it, was, it was the whole blended concoction of the, the, mm -hmm. the evening, yeah. Okay. So the question we were going to ask you last week is... Um, Ben, what was the question? I don't even think we had one. We never Gabe? got to a question. I didn't realize he passed out in front of our eyes. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. We kept replaying Another that great over, over in the van today. That's going to be good. <laughs> so, Gabe, you're sending us uh, extra larges to finish out the set? I mean... The tour. Here, let me give you a tip, Scott, because I, I know go. you. I know you're everybody. Working hard. 
Everybody, here is where Gabe dresses me down. And, and this is a little peek behind the curtain for all of you. But Gabe, he comes off like he's laid back. He's not. No, I'm a no. businessman. <laughs> okay, go on. Listen. Business. I'm in the business, man. I know where this is going, but for the for the benefit of Ben and the listeners, I'm going to let you do your fucking thing. Go. Okay, I'm not trying to dress you down. I'm just saying, okay, when you got a band on tour, and you're supposed to be the merch guy for the for the band on tour, supposed to be. No, I'm supposed to be. You're supposed to get some feedback, some some updates, some here's the status of where we're sitting. We got Listen. three more shows. But today, or was it yesterday? Yesterday. You send me a text that says, we're all out of extra larges. I wasn't all out of extra larges. I said, mm-hmm. I will be out of extra larges. And you are now. Yes, because I made it through last night. Because I know how to make a little last. Okay, well, I don't feel so bad now. But I did no. have to overnight. I had to overnight your box to Green Bay. It's going to be there by the time you play the show in Green Bay. Thank you. Of extra larges. And uh, next time, give me a couple days leeway here. It's all right, rough. All right, here's what I want to say, Dave. Uh, Gabe. <laughs> Dave's still here. Uh, yes. Thank, thank you <laughs> for sending uh, extra larges so I can make it and the people in Wisconsin can have extra larges. Thank you very much, Gabe. But if you're so fucking good at this, how come I'm out of extra larges so quickly and I have like all these other sizes? Now, as a provider of merch for the seller and the guy who's, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, who's out here killing himself, shouldn't you have a good ratio of stuff for me? Because I this did. ratio was crazy out of whack. Here's what happened. I did so great of selling merch at the Metro. Mm-hmm. I over underestimated how much I thought I could sell to the extra large population. Well, why didn't you notice that and like put together a box to send ahead? Of, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you look out for me, Gabe? Listen, you should have looked out for me. Well, either way, you now the people, me. now you the people, my that, brother, Gabe. listen, it's, it's, it's not a wash because the people that ordered extra larges of the stuff I sent to you. They have to wait now before I print more to get their shirts. So ben, someone can I get a ruling here? I'm not really following <laughs> this whole story. You, you ran out of extra larges, and Gabe hasn't sent you replacements yet. So That's right? right, and he's dressing me down because of it. Because he's saying that I should have seen it coming sooner. Listen, if uh, I was if I was Peter Grant and you were the merch man, but you're not Peter Grant, are you? And you refuse to be Peter Grant when I told you to be Peter Grant. <laughs> I am Peter Grant in this situation. I'm saying, listen, merch man, I need a heads up when you're getting low to tell me when you need something I'm so I can ship it to you. Bootlegs. <laughs> you're the official merchandising person on the tour. You are the man of many hats, and you exactly. sometimes sometimes and I have so many hats. Is it so wrong to expect an assist from my buddy Gabe? <laughs> Nostradamus, I am not. You know it's you, Gabe. (laughs) Here's what I want to know. Go ahead, Ben. I heard that there's a second run of the Metro t-shirts happening. (gasps) 
Yes. Will that second Gabe. run have the corrected date, or are you going to continue on with the typo? I don't want to talk. <laughs> I didn't even tell Scott what I'm doing with this. I'm just doing it because I'm Peter Grant, and I throw my weight around. Listen. We're getting these things are selling like hotcakes right now. The Metro shirt is the best-selling shirt from local H in years. Gabe, you need to up your uh, metaphor game. Or is this a simile? It's a simile, right? Like, okay, I don't know. You need to up your simile game. You've been doing hotcakes since <laughs> the nineties. Come on, flapjacks. Something else. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. <laughs> But they're like, like, put an adjective in there, man. Like, you know, toasted griddly flapjacks or something. Like, you know, just give me something. Johnny Burnt. cakes. <laughs> whole cakes. Either way. Peanut butter pickled. Uh, Peanut butter pickled whole cakes. See, just just put some, put some uh, color in there. All right, buddy? These are the gabisms. You know. Gay. Is there any food that you would not think would be better with a pickle added to it? Like, would you have pickles on pancakes? No, I would never put pickles on pancakes. How is that that different than peanut butter, though? Because a sandwich and a pickle go together. A sandwich and a pickle go together. Yes, but they touch, and sometimes the juice runs over, runneth over. Listen, no one's touching your pickle. To get juice <laughs> running over. They squeeze my pickle till the juice runs down my leg. Oh, God. This is a <laughs> microaggression. The point is, ben, I th- ben, we are going with the proper date, according ah. to, the, to, to Scott, not okay. Dewey. Thank on you. On the second run. On the second run. Fuck you, Dewey. But so I think anybody, that's a win-win because there these people will get the proper date, and then that first batch of T-shirts is even more of a collector's item because it's the one. See, with the it, it's a misprint. This wouldn't even be an issue if Dewey had just kept the cards close to his chest. One person said, "Oh, isn't that the wrong date?" Dewey could have just said, "No, it's the right date," and then checked with us. But he he broke he ranks just, he could have just deleted the, that, he, could have, he could have deleted the message <laughs> nobody would be the wiser that's right that's right <laughs> we need a moderator so for, <laughs> what a moderator for the moderator <laughs> yes I saw Tar the other day what'd you think did you hate it uh, I didn't hate it I think it's okay I'm not a I'm not a big Todd Field fan I think it's a bit of a fraud. Here's my thing about Tar. Okay. I think it's a Douglas Sirk style melodrama, but wow, trying to no. pass itself off as a prestige no. No. classic thing. No, no, no. It's no. silly. It, he it's constantly silly. gets it, it's not silly. He constantly gets uh painted with the Kubrick melodrama? brush. Oh the yeah. Kubrick brush because yes, he works. He's with trying Kubrick. to be Kubrick, but his story no. is fucking no. Douglas Sirk. No, no, no. Fuck he, you. This movie is yeah. like Michael Haneke through uh what what's our boy the guy who did margaret kenneth lonergan okay so it's michael haneke through kenneth lonergan but neither one of those dudes would have the sloppy plotting of a todd field i don't million years excuse me in a million years there's no (laughs) way that what's her fuck is going to bring what's her fuck to new york with her in the middle of everything that's going on it's nonsense 
She would never bring that young lady with her to New York. Yeah, but that, that presupposes that uh, she's not drunk with her own uh, privilege. No, I can presuppose that. But, but, I, but can, I can't but even can buy you, with it. Can you see how completely wrong Richard Brody is about totally. the movie? Uh, okay. His take is incredibly ridiculous. Unbelievably wrongheaded. I, I, it reminds me of uh, a critic I really like, uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum. His take on... Uh, uh, taxi driver never fails to I'm like wait that that's what this movie is about it's about racism and all this stuff and it's like it, that doesn't make the movie racist I'm like, I, I, you're smarter than this and I feel like Richard Brody is smarter or maybe he's just mad because his buddy is in the movie and he's not in it that could be but I also saw the movie that you half mumbled recommended spoiled for me speak no evil Oh, yeah. Now, that's a movie that has been haunting me. <laughs> that's got some Haneke vibes, right? Oh, it sure does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Zoiks. Wowee. Yeah. Gabe, have you seen anything? I saw a movie last couple nights ago that you mentioned a little while back in one of the episodes. And you're probably going to hate the fact that I even watched this movie. And you're going to change the subject as soon as I tell you. Go on. I saw Dope. Dope? <laughs> Which one's dope? Weren't you talking about this movie? You mean nope? I thought it was called Dope. <laughs> What's it about? Uh, what is it about? <laughs> it's the one that Pharrell did. Did he do it? He did the music for it? Dope? It's on Dave, Netflix. you know Dope? Let's look up. You can speak, Dave. Dave's been sitting here the entire time, <laughs> hoping for another segment. I stay All right, let's like go to another like segment of movie? Let's Get to Know Dave. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. Hi, Dave. Hello. So we've been talking about what the best side two is. Because, uh, you know, when we start playing side two of Here Comes the Zoo... I go, all right, everybody, we're going to start side two after Baby Wants to Tame Me. And sometimes we ask the audience, like, what's the best side two? And no one can really come up with a good answer. Well, now, no one, Go ahead. No one last night came up with the obvious response, which was metal. Metal by Pink Floyd. By Pink Floyd. Echoes. It's the best side two. It's one song. Because it's Echoes. And they, they, and that's the greatest song of all time, behind Surrender. They did they, did they also do the same thing with Adam Hart Mother, where they? No, Adam Hart Mother is side one, is the full. It's side one, but did they? And that is not a good side. Side two of Adam Hart Mother is also better, because it's got Fat Old Son. If if, uh, Summer '68. '68. It's yep. a great song. Uh huh. So. Was that their first strategic attempt to write a song that was the entire length of yep. the record? I think so. Right? Yes. So they did that again with Echoes. Right, but, but correctly this time. they mastered it. Yes. Yes, they exactly. mastered it. So, uh, Echoes. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. So, Gabe, what do you think the best side two is? Side two? Because oh. I know what you're going to say. Listen. 
I'm going to write it down. Go ahead and write it down. Make book on this. First of all, I was going to say Number of the Beast, but I don't know which side is A and which side is B, because when I first played Number of the Beast, I think I played side two first, and the rest of my life, I played it backwards. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. Okay. But, but, Power Slave. Because side two is better. But yes, Power Power Slave Slave. is what I had written down, yes. You had it written down. Show me. You didn't write it down. I didn't have to write it down, because I knew that's what you were going to say. I know you. Even though I don't like Back in the Village that much, to get, to get... To Power Slave and Ram and Ancient Mariner? You're ben, sick. you know what I'm talking about. Back me up on this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ben, best Absolutely. side two. Well, I mean, I mean the, the dumb, obvious answer is Abbey Road. Ah! Ben! Ooh, nice. Threw a wrench into the gear. Fucking A, man. That is a great side two. Some guy last night, he goes, well, I love the White Album. I'm like, yeah, White Album's great. And he goes, side two is the best. I go... Yeah, but there's four sides, do you mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, I meant record two. But uh, side two of Abbey Road, that's, that's, the, that's the one. Ben for the win. Wow. Gabe, he beat you. Again. I don't know. Because isn't John's oh. medley on side one and Paul's medley's on side nope. two? No. Or are they both on nope. side two? All the medleys about? are on side two. Really? There is no really? John medley versus Paul medley. There is. Yeah. Oh, there is? Tell him, Scott. Yeah. I thought it was just one big medley. No. Mean Mr. Mustard. And the Mean Mr. Mustard stuff is John. They're not interspersed. Here comes the Sun King. All stuff and then all John stuff. Nope. Vice versa. They're not. Speaking of the Beatles, Gabe, Ben, you guys listening to that uh, Revolver stuff? Yes. I I don't know where to find it. Where do you find this stuff? Are you a Spotify guy? Yes. It's on Spotify, right isn't it? I looked. Dude, Gabe, they have the unslowed down rain. And it is, they sound like the who. It's crazy. Hold on how a second. fast, like. How do you find this stuff? Paul is playing the, it's, it's out there. It's streaming. Are you nuts? No, it's not. Go to your local library. No. How do you find this stuff? What is this? What is this release you're talking about? It's their deluxe version of Revolver. I thought you were a Beatles man. I didn't see it. I, I looked it up the other day because I saw somebody post about it. I'm like, okay, I gotta find this. I couldn't Are find you it. Finding it? No. Ben's gonna beat you to the punch again. Remastered. Remastered? Hang on. Listen to that. Right, it does sound like the Who. It's crazy. Amazing. And Ringo can play like Keith Moon. Holy shit. Wow. Gabe, is your mind a little blown? I'm still trying to find it. That, that is pretty cool. So Ben play the play the real version. Wow! I didn't know it slowed down. Yeah, just fucking geniuses. 
Mind blown, Gabe. Oh, yes. Revolver Super Deluxe? That's what you'd look up? Yeah. I guess we'll just talk about it next week, Johnny Come Lately. There, there's some, something else that's really amazing is uh, I found out that the, the seagull sounds on Tomorrow Never Knows, it's sped up Paul laughing. Ooh. And there's a track, uh, what was it, where they were like doing a take and Paul kept laughing. What song were they And Your playing? Bird Can Sing. That's a great one. Yeah. And Your Bird yeah, Can yeah. Sing. Yeah. I think those laughs are what is sped up and is the wah, 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 wah sound. Okay, when you, when you hear the first take of Tomorrow Never Knows, because Tomorrow Never Knows was the first song they recorded for the record. So when you hear the first take and it doesn't have... Uh, Ringo's drum beat it's just kind of like yeah. what it's just kind of plotting and you know alright Ben go ahead and play it while he's finding it isn't isn't the meows on Peck of the Cats you hiccuping what <laughs> <laughs> nothing did you make that up it's pretty funny Dave's laughing sometimes I really don't know Gabe so Maybe we should do a bit getting to know Gabe. Yeah, these are the Gabes I know. I know these are the Gabes I know. Gabe, are you a Beatles fan or not? Oh, yes. But I was looking for days trying to find this thing. I have to look up Revolver Super Deluxe, not Revolver Remixed, because I wouldn't find it. No, you wouldn't. But everybody was posting about it on my feed, and I'm like, I can't find this. Where can I find it? Because so, Revolver and Rubber Soul might be my two favorite Beatles albums. Which one do you like better? They're like the same record. Yeah, but if you had to choose. Maybe Rubber Soul. Wrong! No. Oh my God, that is the wrongest answer. It's the same record. They recorded no, it within. It's not the fucking same Listen. record. When you put those records. <laughs> when you put those records next to each other. One opens with Taxman. The other one opens with Drive My Car. I'll take Taxman. I get you, but uh, the mid-Beatles period is my favorite maybe right now. Right now. Really? Yes. Really? Ben, Ben's falling asleep back there. Ben, what's your favorite Beatles period? Baby, uh, it's you. Uh... I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a no. favorite. Late Beatles. Late Beatles, dude. <laughs> I, the I, end. I, Arthur Alexander. Yeah, I mean, that, the, that movie, the Get Back movie, Yeah. turned me on to a lot of those songs in a way that I hadn't been listening to them in a long time. So The, the mix that blew my mind the most was uh, the Paperback Writer mono mix. It was fucking incredible. It was so powerful. And, and that, that's the stuff that's from the original. It's just a straight transfer. And Giles was just like, why would I remix that stuff? It's perfect. And he's, he's right. I'm going to have to check this out when I have four hours. Was it not remastered? Was it? Uh, no, it's remastered, it, but, but it's not just it, not remixed. So uh, just boost up some Did you out. ever see that um, Lemmy movie? Where Lemmy goes to Tower Records because they had just released all the mono mixes and he's like hey man oh i want the beatles all the ones in the mono mixes he's, he, he gets him they give him the thing and he's sitting there with all the beatles stuff he's like 
yeah, that's where it's at. The mono mixes. I was like, fucking Lemmy. It's just cooler and cooler and cooler. Yeah, but when I listen to text, man, I don't want to hear the mono mono mix. I want. But you hear should. It. The mono mix is better than the stereo. Uh, mix. No, I want to. I want to go to Subway, hear that song on the radio, and only hear the drums I, and the vocals. You know what I'm I, talking about? I know. That's what we did for Laminate Man. That's why it sounds like that, because we were trying to do, um, text man. Yeah, and like apparently. When, Cause, and we slowed it down. We slowed the song down. So apparently we were ripping off rain, too, and we didn't even know. If you turn the balance on left or right on Laminate Man, will it go totally blank? Mm, you might just hear a vocal on one side and a guitar on one side. Have you never heard? I've heard it. I know what you're talking about. You told me before. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I don't have a balanced thing on my com, you know, computer. I only have... Right, well, Go to it. Put on your headphones. headphones. (laughs) All right. All right. Take one out. (laughs) All right. What else we got, guys? Anything? I don't think you're thinking of this, but this is the last episode that's going to air before the election. Mm. I... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just making sure. Are you able to vote before you get back? I am. Did you already vote? I, I am... We'll be back in time to vote. Everybody should vote. And uh, don't vote for the psychos. Uh, I, I am actually looking forward to the end of this election. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to the the outcome, but I'm looking forward to the end of it because the fucking Democrats think my name is Vaughn. I get, like, uh, emails every day. Vaughn, I'm worried. Vaughn, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, my name's not fucking Vaughn, and you're going to make me vote for Republicans, you know. Is that kind of what happens? Is that why people turn Republican? Because the Democrats get their name wrong, and they they don't feel seen or heard, so they they go with the Republicans? Is that what happens? Could be. I've got, just since 7 o'clock, I've got a Raphael Warnock in my inbox. Oh, God, that motherfucker better leave me alone. Catherine I'm voting Cortez for you guys. Stop it. Masto. You're not even from Georgia. You can't vote for him. V yeah, Demings. Yeah, we can give money so that yeah. they can, yeah. I don't Jamie know. Harrison, Team well, DNC. I, you know, they need our money because, you know, they don't have the Koch brothers pumping them up. I get it. I understand. But my name's not Vaughn. Dave, is my name Vaughn? Not the last I checked. I, <laughs> what are you going to say? I'm going to get into this. What? You are also one of the Daves I know. <laughs> I am. I am a Dave I know. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. What you got? There's usually three of us in a room, but right now it's only two of us. Some of us are called Davids, but most of us are just Daves. You got a question for me, Dave? Who's the third Dave that's usually in the room, Dave? I don't know. There's a new Dave the Elephant. Anytime I'm anywhere, I always meet two other Daves. There's always three Daves in a room. Hmm. There's just there's only two of us in the room right now, so there's only two Daves. Are you sure about that? Who's that dude? The, the third. It's, it's the terrifier. These are the Daves 
know These are the days I know These are the days I know I know These are the days I know Ben, the producer of the Terrifier yeah. 2 reached yeah. out to you Yes Tell us about that He reached out <laughs> He reached out to say, hey, thanks for the shout out on the podcast. And I uh-huh. said, oh, yeah. Do you want to come on? He said, uh, he said, I do. I've been doing 8 million podcasts, but that would be the only podcast I would actually want to do. Oh, that's great. So the one I'd be looking forward to. It would be a dream come true. And he said, you know who told me about me being uh, name dropped on your podcast was. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah. So he sent us he sent Every us a link. Has its thorn. He sent yeah, us a that. link to the movie. <laughs> right. He sent us a link to the movie. Yeah, and I'm the only one who's watched it so far. Ooh. Well, uh, I think here's the thing is it's playing at the Marcus Cinemas that's like uh wait, a 10-minute walk from our hotel. So mm-hmm. I might go see it there tonight if if I can make it in time. Well, it's um, two and a half hours long, so you'll catch some of it. Why the fuck? <laughs> Is a movie about a killer clown two and a half hours long? Killer clown? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> well, by the way, he sent us a link that's got eight views that we can we can watch <laughs> it eight times between the three of us. But okay. by the time I got to it, which was not that long after he sent it, there were only four views left. So somebody's goofing around. With Who's that. watching it, Gabe? No, Gabe. <laughs> I've never been accused of watching a killer clown movie, Gabe. You're wrapping yourself up in tin foil, and and peanut butter and pickles, and watching Terrifier too. No. Are you sure? What time this, does the movie start? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it starts at nine ten. Oh yeah, you're all right. I can make it. I can make it. You know, plus Tar's not showing there, so. Ah. Uh. I think it's longer than Tar. No, <laughs> that can't be right. I think it might be right around the same length. Barely. I think it's 10 minutes shorter than Tar. Okay. Todd Field, take note. Gabe, there is no movie about a killer clown that would scare me more than having to talk to you for an hour and a half with a silhouette. Why are you doing this? Put the light on what was going on there's a really bright light above my head or the, the, the light behind me and i choose the light behind me let's I see what the other look, to run. let's see I the other it. look Pick the on one above your head for god's sake get him yeah well that's not any it's better. the same thing <laughs> well i think you, you need to turn off the light behind you what Well, you know that. Maybe a little bit. Now you can off, see the bags. Off. No, I'm, that's it. <laughs> this is scary. That's it. Now you can see the bags under my eyes. Yeah, the beard under your mouth. I know. I haven't changed since. Time you said "old bag," Gabe. I know "old bag" is one of your <laughs> favorite sayings. I kind of took it out of my uh, vocabulary. It's not really cool to say "old bag." Unless I'm referring to a joke of some kind, but I'm not going to call anybody an old bag. Like, <laughs> he used to do that? Bag. He used to call people an old no, bag. No, he loves old bag. That's a Gabe. That's a Gabe. <laughs> I don't know if he got it from the that Seinfeld episode or not. I think he, your love of it precluded that episode, right? I love the term old bag, talking about old 
women, but it's it's I kind of grew out of it because it's not really cool to call an uh, an older lady an old bag. That was ageist, motherfucker. <laughs> but but it's the way you say old bag. That when little. do I when do I say old bag? I haven't said it in twenty years. It's the way you say it. When would I have ever used old Get bag? Get away, you fucking old bag. Remember? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't say that's kind of... That's not me. It's your favorite thing to say. No. Own up. Own up I, to it. It's okay. We all have things about us that are cancelable. And this is yours. <laughs> I don't have anything against old ladies. Uh, yeah? Really? You're into the old ladies? <laughs> I'm 50. I'm about to be 51. Get over here, you old bag. Make, <laughs> Papa, make Papa happy. How old are you, Ben? 55. Are you? You don't sound sure about that, Ben. Are no, you one I, of those people that have been lying about your age for a while? And you've no, forgotten? I'm one of those people who like just can't remember how old they are anymore. I was born in August of 66. Is anybody good at math here? You're 56. Yes. So I'm 56? 56? I was 56 since this past off. No, 66. 66. So 76, 86, 96, 2006, 2016 makes it. Yeah, I guess I might be 56 now. <laughs> right. I like that. I like With even the, numbers better than. Well, I'm odd. born in 1970, so it's always been really easy for me. Yeah, that is easy. It's, it's great. It's the only thing about being born in 1970 that I dig. Really? That's right. the only thing? Well, no, I like it. I like being uh, the star of the 70s. And you know who people like on the show is Ryan. Did I just see him come back into the room? Well, well, well. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Why do people like Ryan on the show is a great question. Yeah, why well, that was, I didn't ask that question. I just announced that people do like him. How did you see me? I came from the shadows like Batman. Uh, you were not Ben's that always shadowy. looking. Yeah. Uh oh, I lost audio. What? Did you pull Uh-oh. me out? Oh, yep. Here we come. We're coming out. Is that better? Yep. There we go. We're good. That's a good. That's so a good last night we. Uh, yes. So last night we played in uh, St. Paul, and uh, Ryan came up with the bright idea to play coming out in the middle of uh, high fiving. Holy shit. So. One more chance to get it all wrong. Yeah. One more chance to get it half right. So we did that. And uh, people were very, very appreciative because they were happy that we didn't do uh, Can't Hardly Wait or uh, Unsatisfied. Hmm. So our buddy, uh, well, not Gabe's buddy, but Max Crawford was talking about <laughs> Halloween and uh, what Max likes to do every year is dress up as Santa Claus and when the kids come to the house he opens up and it's Santa Claus and he likes to look at the look of confusion on the kid's face <laughs> when Santa Claus gives him a candy like this isn't fucking right so I mean, did you guys dress up last night, or Ben? I mean, do you give away the candy? What, what what's your what's your thing? We we're, we're we've been lame the last three or four years. We have these bowls of candy. We put them out on our stoop. We have a little sign that says "Take a few," and that's it. Like we 
It's self-serve. Boo. Ben. I, I expected more from a Halloween man. Do you get uh, trick-or-treaters come to, coming to your house? Scott no. Lucas? No. Well, what I'm about you, tour. Gabe, in your new joint? Well... <laughs> Uh, my wife Heidi, she wanted me to get some candy. I'm like, I don't think we're going to get any people here. It's a new townhome. Mm. She says, get the candy. You never know. I buy two of the biggest bags of candy I can get at Walmart. These twenty dollar bags of candy. What's in the candy? Are you are you a candy corn man or? Are, One of them is you, like the the sweet tarts a, and, and like the laffy taffy oh, the pickle man. Shit, you could possibly buy. Nah, it wasn't cheap. That gives kids bags Dude, of pickles. sweet tarts. That's like the that's no. That's, it's a mixture. It's a mixed bag. Old bag, your mixed bag, <laughs> like little and the other one, little junior Tootsie Pops. That bag of mix. Yes, I know what yeah, you're talking kind about. Those of, I know, are not but the premium candies. Okay, but then the other bag I got was the premium chocolate stuff, the 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 Hershey's, you know, the the Kit Kats, all that stuff. So, do do, do you have Twix? Because everyone knows that Twix is the only candy with the cookie yes. crunch. <clears throat> but the problem is nobody came by, by our house because it's a new townhome. Nobody thought that anybody was living That's back here. That's not a problem. Now you've got candy. Now I got all this candy. <laughs> I can't eat all this crandy. Crandy? Crandy. <laughs> you crap. should mix it with pickles. Crandy. I can't eat all this crap. It's, what am I going to do with all this candy? I'm going to put it in with all the merch I'm sending out. That's what I'm going to do. Good luck. If I, if I had a hundred, <laughs> if I had a hundred grand for every hundred grand bar I've had since yesterday, I'd have a lot of money. I remember when it was a hundred thousand dollar bar. That's right. When I was a kid. When I was a kid. All right. Well, we officially bottomed out here. <laughs> I think you need That's a new adjective. You need a new adjective, Scott. You need some it's new not an adjective, motherfucker. You, Put some adjectives in there. You need to go back to English class. No, is what's, just, what's just, going on here? <laughs> that's a verb. It's that's not. Tense. It's not. Neither of that. That's it's a just, quote. That's just a Cosmo quote. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Would you like to rethink your uh, your hit, your one hit to my body? <laughs> I'm. Landed several blows. <laughs> I've landed several blows in this episode. Oh, you'd think so, dude. <laughs> if we're playing Mike Tyson's knockout, I'd, I'd be in the lead right now. Ask Dave. He's laughing. How do you uh, figure? You'd be up against Bald Bull at the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd be up against Mike at this point. Talking about punch out? Yeah. I'm on my way. <laughs> God damn it, baby. No, I <laughs> what the hell is Ryan doing? We can't hear. He's come around. <laughs> I think that Smoking Joe was the toughest. Smoking Joe was Who's the toughest? Smoking Joe? He had the loose wrist. He was the gangly guy, and he would just do the quick how, jab. How far along in the game is can, Smoking Joe? Can we Joe? say gangly anymore? Like, uh, is that another thing that's... Fourth or fifth in. Like old bag? Is that he's, further along than bold just bowl? after... Get out of my way, you gangly <laughs> old bag. <laughs> I'm too old. I, don't, I never played Mike Tyson. What is it called? Mike Tyson's what? You don't play Mike Tyson. Punch Mike out. Tyson plays you. But I was excited to read an interview with John Carpenter in this week's Vulture, New York Magazine. Oh, it's you know, New York Magazine. I read yeah. that. And John Carpenter is a huge video game guy. Who, who knew? I mean, I didn't know, but he's kind of... Yeah. No, he but, is. They ask him what his favorite video games were, and he has a very short list, and one of them is Crash Bandicoot, which is the only video game that I ever played with my friends back in the in the days of... You know what's the only candy with a cookie crunch? Twix Bandicoot. Twix. 
there, there's only one video game. Galaga. That's it. The rest of uh, them can fuck off. That's not a bad take right there. I used, to be, I used to be able to go to the arcade with two quarters and uh, play hold this. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gabe is a frogger man. No. I'm... I'm oh. Is he a Galaga man? Was he just about He's to not say a Galaga that? man. I'm a Donkey Kong man. Oh, God damn it. Donkey Kong. I used to go to... I, I could spend hours with, to, with two quarters. You still I'm, can. I'm older than you kids, and so it was Missile Command. You're older than all of us together? <laughs> but the thing about Missile Command is you would get your hand caught in that rollerball. You ever get that action? <laughs> that hurts like fucking hell. I thought you were a Pac-Man fever man. You remember the story of Pac-Man fever? All right, everybody. You thought you loved Gabe? Get ready to love him even more. Gabe, <laughs> tell us the Pac-Man fever story. In fifth grade, it was fifth grade. Yes, it was. There was about there was about four or five of us, and for some reason, we decided that we were going to bring a boombox to class and sing in front of the class two songs, two songs. One of them, "I Love Rock and Roll" by Joan Jett. The other one, "Pac-Man Fever." <laughs> I'm not joking. 1982. I know. How could you, you can't make this stuff up? I can't believe you even remember this. Oh yeah, I remember. I could have went 20 years without remembering this. You remembered it like you, it was nothing. You need a new fucking quote. <laughs> How does right. Pac-Man fever go? We might have to end the episode. Come on, Gabe. Pac-Man fever. I'm give not going to sing it. Give us a little Pac-Man fever. I know the, some of the words, uh, but I'm not going to sing it. Give us the words that you know. This is Buckner and Garcia, by the way. Look him up. <laughs> Buckner yeah, and Garcia, Pac-Man fever. Sure. It, the it's on the uh, Rock from the Crypt CD. Mm. It's on there. Yeah, it's Buckner on there. And Garcia. Yeah, right it's on Circa Now. All right, come on. Just give us a chorus, a verse, anything. Gabe. No, that's bad. You. It's bad. It's like kids' music. I can't sing Pac-Man Fever. Like I've got a <laughs> pocket full of quarters and I'm headed for the arcade. No. <laughs> Gabe. Gabe, sing along, please. <laughs> this is terrible. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm bringing everything Oh my god, this is the key to understanding Gabe Rodriguez. Alright, here we go. Come on, do it. Listen, if you could see the picture I can see with Scott, Ryan, and Dave jamming to Pac-Man Fever right now. Pac-Man, 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 you know what? We'll entertain you, but you do nothing to entertain us. I'm cracking up just watching this stuff. Make yeah, me a bicycle clown. Make me a bicycle What? <laughs> ben, you remember that song, right? No. Never heard it yeah, before my life. Ben, there. you're lying. It's a generation. You've never yeah, heard Pac-Man Fever from Buckner and Garcia. <laughs> Did you play no. Atari? 
Really? Uh, I mean, it yes, I had the Atari. I played, I played Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, but I'd never heard that song. I don't think. If I did, I, I cannot remember it now. It's, Gabe, it's amazing. Give, give me, give me a few, give me a few, uh, a few bars. bars? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got the nerve to get in front of anybody and sing anything like that. But I did. So, what were you doing? Wait, tell me again. Well, you got were you doing this dance? You were you doing this dance? Went, like this? There was like four of us. There was like four of us with the with, and one of us had a boombox on. And we okay. Put the put the cassette in there. But were we you did, doing the were you doing the Egyptian like when you sang it? That's what I picture. <laughs> I have no idea what we we're doing. It was it was a couple guys in my class. There was like four of us. Did you have a cut off jean jacket yet? I was wearing some kind of ringer T-shirt. I'm sure. Yeah. In the corduroys, in the do they go? <laughs> and then you had the Donkey Kong patch on your jacket, and somebody called you a poser because you, they knew you were a fan. <laughs> Here's what I love about that song, and how much it says about Gabe is like talking about going out with the bare minimum of quarters <laughs> and just spending all day getting his money's worth. Like Gabe walks out, I'm spending two quarters today. And I ain't coming home till dinner is served. <laughs> you don't remember the Leisure Center in Zion? They had the arcade games downstairs? Of course that's, I remember. Are you nuts? Yes. What, what was the game of the, the jungle game? Oh, we would swim. Jungle King. Jungle King. Oh, unless jungle you're talking about King. Pit. Jungle King. That was the jungle best Jungle King was a big game. Oh, yeah. That was big. <laughs> this is before Ryan and Dave's time, I think. Well, would, so, but... Did you ever go skating, ice skating? No, I didn't go to the ice rink. I went straight to the arcade, and that's it. Everybody who went to the ice rink, they lost out. I'm I'm putting my quarter on the machine, and I'm next. So you never learned how to ice skate? No. Who who wants to ice skate? I, I me same. I ice skate like a motherfucker. It's not fun. Yeah, it is fun. I was the one that went to the Royal Ring in Zion and just played the video games. Didn't put on the skates at all. No, of course you didn't. So, Gabe, if you went with a couple bucks, did you just, like, sort of pilfer no, the no, quarters no, no. out he of went, the other he, machines? No, no, he went two you, quarters. And just kept winning. And he just kept winning. And people were like, come on, Gabe, get out of the way. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Talk to my brothers. Man, he's a crown. Yeah, I had a paper route back in the day, and i just take my paper money. Newspaper money. Because you're a businessman. So did you get to the end screen on Donkey This isn't Kong? these are the Gabes I know, Dave. <laughs> it's, I, I don't think I ever got to the end screen because that, that pie factory is pretty hard to get past. You know you know what I'm talking about. When you're when you're getting pulled one way and you're trying to run the other and then you jump and it, it's crazy. It's hard. We've all been there. You know what I'm talking this about? This episode totally has glasses on. We bottomed out on this one. <laughs> all right, well, I'll see you next week, you old bag. Well, hang on now. Galaga or Space Invaders? Galaga for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Not even yeah. close. Oh yeah. What do you think of a uh, Tempest? That was terrible. That was a terrible game with the stupid ball or roller, whatever you turn left and right. Stupid. I didn't know if it was a spider or an act, and I don't know what it was. It was an Those old games bag. Sucked. <laughs> Out of my way, you old bag. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that marble rye, you old bag. <laughs> That's him. He's the one. <laughs> Let's get the. Let's get the elephant out of the room, or whatever you want to say. Dave, are you still there? Yes. All right. Don't don't fail me on this one. Replacements or Iron Maiden? 
Oh. Did we not talk about um, the Bruce Dickinson spoken word tour? Listen, this can wait until next (laughs) week. That's that's your brief brief answer. I'm thinking it's Maiden then. Yeah. I would lean that way. You have to lean that way. That's not the only way he leans. (laughs) (laughs) All right, because I need to to start padding the numbers because I think I'm getting outnumbered. And Ben keeps slipping in the replacements all the time. <laughs> that's, a t- that's a really tough debate. It's not that tough. It's not that tough. I, it is. I, I, I Gabe, have to make the Gabe, argument it is. Gabe is getting to the point where he's accusing Ben of cheating. He's <laughs> he's stacking the deck. He's stacking the deck. Fucking Gabe's going full Trump on uh, <laughs> replacement selection lies. We'll ask the uh, Terrifier 2 guy next week. I'm sure he's an Iron Maiden guy. Gotta be an Iron Maiden guy. I hope so. We need to get my, my numbers back up. Well, you have to watch this movie. Yeah. I, I might act like I did and not watch it and talk about it like no, I Gabe, what I'm talking no, about. No, no, you've got to watch the fucking I movie. Pitch, I saw a picture of the clown. Is the guy with the white face? Yeah. <laughs> and the white, the white suit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can watch it. Come on, watch it. All right. We're going to watch way. it. We'll text you. We'll watch tell it together. Me, tell me how it is. Just put it on. Stop being such a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the first time someone called me a pussy in the last... uh, Yeah. Do you like pussy or do you like pussy? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that? Pussy. Maybe happening sooner than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Is that the sequel to The Awakening? Pussy. <laughs> I think we totally bottomed out. <laughs> Rock bottom. Pussy. Pussy is a word. It used to have so much power over me. Like when I was in high school, the word pussy. It was so, it grossed me out, and yet it was titillating, and I just had, I felt like I had Christmas lights inside me. Like, it just affected me so much. I don't even understand how. But when I was young, it was like, if somebody said it, or if I read it somewhere, or sometimes I would write it down and look at it. (laughs) Now I'm just dead inside, pussy, pussy, who cares? I found a way to make pussy gross again. It's so simple. All you have to do is like puff out your cheeks when you say it, like pussy. Pussy, pussy. Now say that becomes old hat. You can add some elements. a deadness in the eyes, a lisp. Pussy. Hey man, you wanna go out and look for some pussy? Pussy? (laughs) 
look so confused. You don't know how to feel, just like me. And I first heard, 